Good to see We're very fortunate that we're living in such a time and, and that Hashgacha brought us to such a place where we're able to learn the Svarmakadoshan. In public, we don't have to have it under a table or in a dormitory room or under a blanket with a flashlight or anything. We're able to learn this. We're able to learn this from Akadoshim together as a, as a tzibur, as, as a chaver. And to me, it's to me, it's it's a, one of the very very obvious signs that things are winding down or winding up towards towards the gula. Especially to have the schus to learn. The Torah of Rabbi Nachman and Rabbi Nassim. Just Torah of Mashiach, Mamish. I'm not going to give any hagdama. If I start talking about Rabbi Nachman, I begin to cry and you have to carry me out. It'll be embarrassing. <laughs> I was with some chaver from Shul this past uh, June. We went to Uman. And there's a hagdama that I gave over there. I think it's on the YU. I'm pretty sure it's on the YU uh, Torah thing. There's a there's a Hakdama that I gave there in that place, Amish fifty feet away from Mitzian. And that's the Teres Hakdama. So if anybody wants to see a little bit of Hakdama, so that that would be a good place to, to go. The Limud the Limud this year, Mitzhashem, will be in, in the Kutah Halachis from Abnas. I'm not going to give now Hakdama about who Rabbi Nosson was. I'm assuming basic familiarity. The story of his coming to Rabbi Nachman is a very, very wonderful safer that's been it's an English whole biography of Rabbi Nosson, be very kadai, the fire and water, be very kadai, whoever's able to see it, it's half the big thing, it's Chaim or not, the life of Rabbi Nosson. Rabbi Nosson would have been the Godel Hador. He was a Goyen Hagaoinen. and could have been the Rav, and he was offered the position in the biggest cities of, of Europe. I mean, he wouldn't leave Rabbi Nachman. And because of his refusal to leave, we have Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman himself said that. Rabbi Nachman, Nachman said that if not for Rabbi Nosson, there would be nothing. In order to learn, in order to learn Lukutahelachis, the proper way to learn any piece in Lukutahelachis, is by first learning the Torah in the Kutamaran, upon which Rabbi Nosson is basing the Torah in the Kutamaran. Rabbi Nachman, as you know, wanted Rabbi Nosson to learn his Torah in the Seder of Shukhanach. And that's where we have the Svarm of the Kutamaran. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to begin. We're going to begin with Sikha Saran. The pages that you have in front of you 
are going to lead us into Lukut Maran Tinyona Taira Ayin Ches, which we'll be able to hopefully start this week and then finish finish next week that Taira, and then we'll be able to look at the Alachis. Really, the Lukut Alachis going on. You know how Rabbi Nelson takes you through all the Yom Tovim and whole, the whole world. So it's really for Rosh Hashanah, but it's beyond Rosh Hashanah as well. <coughs> because we're not going to be able to finish this before Rosh Hashanah, not going to even be close to finishing before Rosh Hashanah. Why is it that I'm starting with this piece of Lukut HaLochis? It's because of the feelings that I had when I was just in Eretz Yisrael, coming from Uman, then Eretz Yisrael, and back here for a little bit, and now I spent the summer in Eretz Yisrael. And this is a Torah that talks about our our journey to Eretz Yisrael. That's what it's about. Our connection to the Tzaddik and our journey with the Tzaddik to return to Eretz Yisrael. And it's in this Torah, as we're going to see in Ayin Ches, it's in this Torah Rabbi Nachman gave out his scream, his cry, that holds us up till Mashiach comes, never ever to be misyaj. It's in this Torah. It means that the Shurish of not being misyaj, our ability to hold on and not give up as a people and as individual Jews, comes from this Torah. So let's learn together. Kufnun Gimel and Sikhaturan. You have in the pages in front of you. I'm sure many of you have Sikhas and Lukut Amran. If you could bring Lukut Amran next week, if it's easier for you to learn inside. And then we'll do the Lukut Halachis, Mitzvah Shamosim, Pesach Knesses. The Lukut Etinyana, Simnayin Ches, Benin Hanogis Apshitis. Oftentimes in Sikhas and Chai Maharan, we have the privilege of seeing the story behind the Torah. With Rabbi Nachman, it's very, very important before learning a Torah to find out as much as possible as we can about what was happening at that time in his life. What was happening at that time in Klai Yisrael. So through this Sikha Saran, we're going to we're going to get a glimpse of what was happening at that time in his life, in Rabbi Nachman's life. And then from there we'll understand how Rabbi Nachman was explaining this Torah. <clears throat> so, we're going to see this in Salakote Maran next week, Mitzvah. The farmer, he says, sometimes the tzaddik must conduct himself as an ish poshit, a simple person. Shakarn Prastak. Prostak means even a little bit worse than a, a plain person, a little bit unrefined. Sometimes the tzaddik appears to us and, as conducting himself as a plain person. Ayn Sham, of course, we're going to see that. Yesh b'zaharba l'saper, there's much to tell, Rabbi Nassim says. Eichu What's the background of this Torah, of the tzaddik, who is behaving in a way of pshitas, like a prastak. The tzaddik behaves in a simple, plain way. If some of you are familiar with how Rabbi Nachman behaved on the way to Eretz Yisrael, I don't know 
if you're familiar with that, then what happened on the boat in, in Istanbul and the whole story of Rabbi Nachman's behavior on the way to Israel, which is very, very bizarre. But it's impossible to put into writing, to describe all of this in writing. All that took place. But if Nassim says, let me at least share a little bit about what led to this Torah. What led to this Torah? Da. This Torah was said in Uman, Shabbos Nachmu, the last Shabbos Nachmu before Rabbi Nachmu was Mistalik, before he died, which of course was Cholmite Sukkot, of that, of that uh, the next Cholmite Sukkot, after Shabbos Nachmu. And this is what happened. It was a short time before that that Rabbi Nachman moved to the he moved to the home in which he would ultimately pass away. And Rabbi Nachman was very, very happy with that dira, his final place. He was very happy with that dira. There was more room in that dira. The avir yof and the air was good. Because there was a garden right outside of Rabbi Nachman's window. It doesn't go to there right now. It would belong to and the whole story with the dira. And close to Shabbos Nachman, Rabbi Nachman moved into that dira. And that Shabbos Nachmo, before he died, there were there was a kibbutz, there was a gathering of some new chassidim, new people with some of the old chevra, Shaboa Elov, next page, Al Shabbos Kurdish, who came to be Shabbos Nachmo with Rabbi Nachman. There was a large gathering. And Friday night, Rabbi Nachman went from his room, he went into the, into the house, to the place in the house where everybody was gathered. He was very, very weak. He didn't have the Korach to speak. The take of Kiddush al And he made Kiddush. And by kid, after Kiddush, he sat by the table. He didn't return right away to his room. As he would usually do, when the Chassidim were gathered there, he would make Kiddush, and he would go back to, after Kiddush, he would go back to his room. He sat in a state of terrible weakness. And he began to speak a little bit in this, in this great weakness. He was very, very tired. And he said the following. Why do you come to me? Why do you come to see me? 
Why did you come to see me? He says, now I don't know anything at all. I don't know anything. There are times when I'm able to say Torah. And at those times when I'm able to say Torah, then it's Kedai to come. But now, why did you come? I don't know anything now. I'm, a, I'm right now a positive person. I'm a plain per, like like a peasant. I'm a nobody. He repeated this a number of times. And he doesn't know anything. That he's a plain person and worse than a plain person. is a prost, like a, a coarse person. He said, the only way that I'm able to live I'm so weak. I have nothing. And the only way that I'm able to live is was because of the time that I spent in Eretz And he spoke at length. Doesn't know anything. He repeated this a number of times. And in this state of not knowing, in the state of not knowing, that he described as not knowing, Rabbi Nachman began, He began to speak about, to explain, <clears throat> how he's able to be mechai himself, revive himself, and give life to himself, as we'll see in the Torah. From that which he called we'll see. And not only that, That, but but more than that, from that derech shall Eretz Yisrael, he could be mechaya not only himself, he's able to give chiyas life and vitality, energy not only to himself. All pshutim can be given life. He learned them also people who are Tamir Chachamim, who are Torah, based Shibetelim Menatayr. As we'll see inside the Torah, there are times that even the biggest Tamachacham can't learn. That he's bottled from learning. There are times that he can't learn. So there are moments in every person's life where he's not able to draw life from the Torah because he's detached at that moment from the Torah. And the only chiyus that he could draw is from what's called derech shalar which we'll learn what that means. 
Certainly simple people are mamish simple. I feel not only that, he says, even the Ummah even the nations of the world, even the Goyim. Shichem Kabul Chiyas also must receive Chiyas. Because everything exists only through Torah. And through Limina Torah. The nations of the world are not learning Torah. Lahavdil, there are Jews who can't learn Torah. And even those who can, there are moments that they're not learning Torah. So really the world should return to Torah Vavo. The world can't exist in such a, in such a state without Torah. So the only way that the world can exist is through the chiyas that comes from what's called derech shel eretz yisrael. Kamuvo calls that b'simon and niskalel. All of this is going to be explained in Ayn Ches Mitzshem will learn. B'sayich zeh nichlal mashen nichnas ladir hanal. And in this discussion that Rabbi Nachman had in the Torah that he gave. He included the Indian of why he was coming now to spend the last period of his life in this dira in Uman. the gam kan Because in this Torah that we're going to learn, Rabbi Nachman explains that even when we're in Chutzlars, even when Jews have to be in Chutzlars. They come to a place, and Jews come to that place, and they conquer that place. That doesn't mean they conquer it with any kind of physical, with any kind of physical violence. They conquer that place, and they sanctify that place in Chutzlars. That it should be a Jewish community. We're going to have a very deep understanding of what it means, a kehila of Jews. A shul. That's what Rabbi Nelson is going to be talking about. A Medrash, a shul. What does it mean to build a Jewish community? It's fascinating. There are in some places in, some places in the world where, where Jews were able to thrive and communities were able to be built. And there are other places where even though Jews had tried over the years, they couldn't build communities. They couldn't build yeshivas. They couldn't build kehilas in certain places. When Jews gather together in a place to establish a community, that itself is called Derech Eretz Yisrael. That itself is part of our journey to return to Eretz Yisrael. When Jews establish communities in Chutzlars during the years of Gorlis, it's a Bechina of Eretz Yisrael. We'll see what that means in Mitzvah and of course, everybody knows, Rashi at the beginning of Chumash tells us, and Rashi brings down, because the nations of the world are going to have a taina, list them atem, that we're thieves, that we came, to, we came to these places in the world, and the world belongs to them, they have a taina that Eilam Hazar belongs to Esav, the world belongs to them, and Jews came, and they took over these places. They they occupied these places. In Chutzlars. That they occupied these places. And they're of course going to say that about Israel as well. That we occupied Israel. We took over a place that doesn't belong to us, Chasushov. 
Achayidei Koyach Maisev, that's Breshis Berlokim, Koyach Maisev Higid La'amay, Losis Lahem Nachlas Goyim, Achayidei Koyach Maisev, Achayidei Zeh Yeshlon Koyach Lichbosh Kol HaOlam, through Koach Maasov, which we're going to learn what that means, Koach Maasov, we have the ability to conquer the entire world. This is also very timely in light of what's going on right now. With the Yeshuv and Yisrael, because of the Sakana of what's taking place in Iran and how the civilized world seems to have lost its mind. And the emiss is that we have the ability to conquer the entire world, not just Israel. And to Makadesh the entire world Israel. as Rashi says, Hashem created the world. When Hashem wanted the nations of the world to watch over Eretz Yisrael, to watch over Lahavdil Chutzlars, those places in Chutzlars, so for that time, the nations of the world were in charge and inhabited those places and took care of them. But B'Ritzayin and Netolamim, this on along. Hashem, who's the creator, determines when every place in the world will belong to them or will be given to us. Of course, it's Israel. And that Shabbos Nachmu, Rabbi Nachman said this Torah, Ayn Ches and Tinyana, that we're going to learn. And then after he said the Torah, his entire mood changed. After that, Ibn Achman reached a state of tremendous simcha. Tremendous, tremendous simcha. And he he wanted us to sing Azama Bishwachin before washing hands for the Suda. It was before washing, after Kiddush, is when he said this Torah. First, he was very, very weak, he could barely talk. Then he said this amazing Torah that we're going to learn. And then he was a tremendous Simcha. And he wanted everybody to start singing the Zmiris of Azama Bishwachin before washing. Now, you know there are different menhagim regarding that. Rabbi Nachman's minig in general was to do Azama Bishwachin only after, only after washing in the Suda. The different But at that particular time, Shabbos Nachmu, he dafka wanted them to sing Azama Bishwachin before they washed. The Gambiitim And at this period of his life, as it was getting close to the end, Yibadar Klal didn't sing Zmiris with the Chesidim at all. But Rabbi Nelson says, but now, because of this great simcha, Sivul Azama take if he couldn't wait, and he said we have to start singing right away Azama Bishwah. And he sang with us. 
And he spoke with us for a long time with tremendous simcha. And with true chain, that was wondrous and awesome. says. He sat through the entire Suda. Besimcha Rabba, the great joy. The Dibra Vesia Harbe when he spoke to us at length. The Chig the Chizek Aisonu Maoid Maoid become of the Kamal the Shinas, Uktas Mizen Nitvas. And he was Machazikas very much with certain Lashinas, some of which has been printed. And then the Oz Tsoak Maimakalaiva, this is when it happened. This would later on become the battle cry of Breslov. I met a Jew who told me that he remembers seeing in Poland that he was in the Bessam Medrash, the breast of the Bessam Medrash in Lodz, and it was, a, it was painted over the, all the walls of the Bessam Medrash in Lodz, of the breast of Stiebel in Lodz. Geval, he screamed from the depth of his heart, Geval, never ever ever to be miyayish, never to give up hope. Roma Bizaloshan can yeish his guard nit for There's no such thing as Yeyush. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as despair. No such thing. Can Yeyush his guard nit for As you see down there. Aha, Alti Yashu Atzmachem Yeyush Eina Ba'ulam Klaal. Never ever be Miss Yeyush. Yeyush Eina Ba'ulam Klaal. There is no such thing as Yehosh. That's a very, very profound thing that Rabbi Nachman was saying, and that he was It's easy when you or I want to give chizik to someone. We say, "No, nah, it'll be okay. It'll be okay." But Rabbi Nachman said such a lashon. As can Yehosh is garnet for hand, and it means there's a lambdas in it. We need to understand the lambdas. Of what he was saying. I mean, there's no Yeyush. There's no Yeyush. Can Yeyush is guarded for hand? And Rabbi Nelson says, I can't even describe the gestures that he was making when he said this. The Tnuais of Hakadoshim with his holy movements. Echlis Chazik. How to be mechazek ourselves? Ad ein kates v'tachlis. Ad ein kates v'tachlis. Without, without any boundaries, nothing that could ever, ever hold us back from being mechazek ourselves. V'yispore ba'atzmo shu'ata b'simcha gedola. And he was mispore, speaking about himself, that he's b'simcha gedola. V'oma shu'biyir u'b'simcha. And he described himself, Rabbi Nachman said, that right now I'm in a state of Yira and Simcha. Like Gilu Baradah, as I learned from the Pasuk. From the Tupsokim. Yira or Simcha. The Lama Belashna Ashkenaz, he said in Yiddish, Ich bin heint from Freilich. From Yira Hashem, from Freilich, and happy. Those don't usually go together. <laughs> so they don't usually go together it's a very very remarkable thing that they should be together we'll talk more about that they don't usually go together 
Frumkeit, the, the, even the term Frumkeit was not popular among the Chassid. The Lashon of Frumkeit. Erlichkeit was very popular, but not Frumkeit. Frum and Frumkeit was usually associated with Marish Haridika people. The people were depressed and were nervous, were always nervous. Nervous and depressed, which are which are midas that are not acceptable by the Tamil Basham. So when Rabbi Nachman described himself in such a way, it was unusual to say, from Freilich. I'm from, but I'm Freilich. I'm very religious, but I'm very happy. It doesn't usually work out like that. Generally, people are very religious and not very happy. If you haven't seen that, it's nice. But that most, most of the people are very religious and not very happy. You have to say something very, very religious. He doesn't mean the person. It means a person who is very, very, very nervous about everything. And the ikir is the digdukim and the frumkite. They're usually not happy people. Usually goes with a certain personality. That's a more shcharidika personality, more of a dark and dismal type of a personality. But right now, Rabbi Nachman says it. Right now, I'm from and I'm feilach. Well, it's to be able to describe the chain, the beauty, the charm, chain ha'emes, v'hayofi, the beauty, v'apeir, and the splendor, v'akdusha, v'hayira, v'hasimcha shel oisah shabbos, of what was on that shabbos to describe lo yaspi kol aris elin avayis lavar, all of the all of the parchment of the world couldn't contain. If I were to try to write down to describe the beauty of the chain of that Shabbos. Okay, so just to see the end of what happened, was written Yeshua Hashem v'nifloisav. And then we saw, Rabbi Nassim says, Yeshua Hashem v'nifloisav 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 The great compassion, the love that Hashem has for Ami Yisrael. V'chol eis, shemitoicha ha'aloma v'hastorik azoist. That from such a state of, of what? Of ha'aloma and ha'astorik, hestaponim. When we came into Rabbi Nachman, it looked like he was going to die. That Shabbos, he was, he had no karakas, and he said, why do you come here? I don't know anything. And from such a ha'alama, from such concealment, from such a ha'astar, kazais, next page, that nishapech l'rotzen kazah, everything mamish turned around. That from what appeared to be, Rabbi Nachman himself being this yayish, chas when we came to him, he, was, he looked like he was in a state of yayish. That from that everything turned around, and we heard we heard that we heard that mitzvah and that is chaskas of there's no yeyush and the simcha and that it's possible to be from and to be feiluch that one is able to be a yirei shemayim and to be a happy person that to be a, to be a from Jew doesn't mean that you have to be depressed you could be simcha he said this was this was niflos hashem. A wonder of Hashem. How everything turned around in such a way. Because when he began, he really didn't, he, he said, and he didn't, he didn't know. Now what does it mean, he forgot all of his learning. We know a story like that from the Balsham of Kaddish. There are stories like that. That he forgot his learning. He knew Kala Tarakulu Ibn Achim. From the time that he was a child. So what does it mean, he didn't know anything. When we take any yadeya, and from that and from that state of any yadeya, 
kazeh, from such a state of any any adaya, from that state of any adaya, boli the hisgalus kazeh. He came to such a hisgalus, so murdered hisgalus, such a revelation that he was able to bring this out. That there's no yeyush at all, which is his, which is his chazkas till Mashiach. And even though Rabbi Nelson says, we can't really understand these things Rabbi Nachman was saying. We don't understand. We don't know who is in Yonim. Rabbi Nachman was saying such a thing. And he's there, Klal, from Freilich, and Prostak, I'm, I'm a prost person, I'm nobody. And then we don't understand his in Yonim. Especially this Indian of any day. Shu Indian Amoik Amoik, which is very, very deep. Venistamoid and very hidden. There was a Maisa, there was a Maisa, I mean, Achman told. It doesn't seem that he, that he, you know, he has many famous stories, but it doesn't seem that this was a story that he made up. We have it in other sources as well. Where Menachem has said over this Maisa. I'm not going to go into the problem of it now, but I think some of you might be familiar with it. But there was a Maisa that, you know, it was very common in the Middle Ages for the church to conduct public disputations with the Chachamim. The most famous, of course, is the Vikuch of the Ramban. But there were others, there are many, many other vikuchim. And there were very strict rules and regulations that were placed upon the, the rabbanim, the tzaddikim, what they could say and what they couldn't say. And um, Rabbi Nachman told the story that there was a vikuch that was arranged. And there was going to be a match between this big galach over there, the archbishop, whatever. And the Jews were told that they have a, a short time, whatever it was, a, overnight, to choose who would represent them in this vikuach, in the dispute. And what happened was, apparently, the Rav wasn't there, he had been away, and they were having this vikuach, and they... <coughs> And the leaders of the Kila were together, and they were terrified. What are we going to do? Because there were usually terrible, terrible um, outcomes that were the result of these vikuchim and so on. What are we going to do? And there was a prestak. There was a poshet, a poshet yid over there. There was a poshet yid. And he was, if I'm not saying the story, he was very poshet of a kluge yid. You know what I mean, a kluge? Clever. What a portion to you. So he said, I'll, I'll talk to the Galah. I'll, I'll, I'll be okay. So they, everybody else was afraid. They didn't know what to do. And he volunteered. So the next day, the, the, all the all the goyim are sitting on one side, you know, and the Lahabal Jews on the other side, the two of them, there's a Vikur. And the Galah was laughing that this isn't, this isn't even a rub, this is a nobody. That he was insulted, like, oh, you gave me this nobody. 
that uh, I'm a big galach and you gave me a nobody that I'm going to have a vikuach. I'm going to have a dispute with this nobody. And this little yidl is sitting there. And, and, um, th- and since the galach was feeling very confident, he, he, said to the, he said to this Jew, you know what, you could begin with the first question. So, the, um, remember in those days the galachim, the priests, they knew Lashna Kodesh. You know, they knew Hebrew. The learned, the learned ones, they knew Hebrew. So the, so the Yid, the Yid uh, begins with his question. He asks the Galach, you know this story? It's a famous story. He asks the Galach, what does it mean when it says, when it says, any Yodaya? He asked him in Hebrew, what does it mean? First he said in German, what does it mean when it says, any Yodaya? So the Galach said, in German, I don't know. Now, all the goyim that were there heard him just say, I don't know. And they understood that he meant, I don't know the answer to your question. And they got up and they started, and they killed him. They stabbed him. They, they were embarrassed. <laughs> so they killed the Galach because, he, he, because this nobody of a Jew asks him one little thing. And the guy right away says, Ich weiß nicht. Because <laughs> he asked him to translate, what does it mean, any day? The other goyim didn't understand Hebrew. Only the Galach. It's a good idea. So the Galach says, he says, in German he says, Ich weiß nicht. And then they all hear that, and they jump on him, and they kill him. They carry, the Jews carry the Yidl away, you know, on their shoulders, and they brought him to the Semedrish, and they asked him, Yankel, how did you think of such an Einfall? Like, where'd you come up with such an idea? She says, where did I come up? He says, I, I, I was learning, I saw in Rashi, and Rashi said, any day. So uh, I figured if Rashi doesn't know what that means, then the Galach for sure won't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, any day, that's all I know. <clears throat> so Ibn Achim said from here, you see there is such a thing that through being any Yodaya, that through being in a state of any Yodaya, you could be Menatzeach. That's what he said. You could be Menatzeach, not only with our enemies outside, but with our enemies inside, by coming to a place of Eniyah Deya. It's such a story that he told. The Omer Ba'atma, Shaha Eniyah Deya, Shaha Eniyah Deya Shalom, Hu Chiddush Yoyse Meidiyah Shalom. Hear this? Rabbi Nachman said, Shaha Eniyah Deya Shalom, that his Eniyah Deya, Hu Chiddush Yoyse Meidiyah Shalom. It's on a higher madrag. It's a bigger chiddush. It's a bigger chiddush than what he knows. That what he doesn't know is a bigger chiddush than what he knows. Nevertheless, even though we can't understand the wondrous ways of the tzaddik, nevertheless, on our level, what we saw. Niflos. When I rose, I shall eat Efshel of our Lasapa, which can't even be described, explained. Vikimasharini Yeshua's Hashem Ashachomal and Abraham Abshutim, the Gilalon Udvarm Ha'ela. The Iker is the Torah that we received from Rabbi Nachman and that Shabbos Nachman, that he was Megala, Shayim Chayin Oisano, and how he was, how this Torah was Mechayas, Mechazkin Oisano Ma'od Ma'od, which will learn the Torah Mitzvah, will give us Chizak also. Bli Shia Ve'erech, as Kol Echad Ve'echad Mahayoshim Shah. Whoever had the Schus. To be present at that, at that uh, kibbutz, and everybody who was there 
felt, mamish, that Rabbi Nachman was speaking to him personally. And each person was there afterwards. Like they spoke, each person they felt that, that Rabbi Nachman mamish was speaking just to him. And because of Hashem's great kindness, we've been able to take this Torah, and to give chiyas and chizik to many, many other people besides those who were there. And these words that Rabbi Nachman spoke, and that Shabbos Nachmu, Achayim Bekayomim Venemonim Venechmodim Laad. And give chiyas to many, many Jews. What should I say? Just the end of what happened. A very strange thing. As to what this means. So that was Shabbos Nachmu. Then on Sunday, Rabbi Nassim wrote over the Torah. That Rabbi Nachman said. And I brought the Torah that I wrote up. I brought it to Rabbi Nachman. And he took it in his hand, but his hand was very, very weak. It fell, I guess he was by the window. It fell down on the ground, by the window. And Rabbi Nachman looked outside the window to see where the, where the Torah, the paper fell. And Rabbi Nachman says, I went and I, I lifted it up. And I went back in. And I gave the Torah into his holy hand. And he read the entire Torah till the end. And then he said, What did you write? This was something that I said to myself. I said this myself. Whatever this means, what did you write? This is what I said to myself. These things are well known. What happened? At the end, we're not going to be Isaacin, but that was over there. What did you write? I said this myself. Whatever that means. Let's let's begin. We'll just start a few few sentences. Let's begin Tarayin Ches in Tinyana. What you have on the page? <coughs> We're not going to learn the Torah at all. We're going to do it very fast, the keys, because Rabbi Nosson's Torah and Lekud Alochis is going to explain. So we're just going to try to just to understand the words. The, and, and of course, a lot we're not going to understand because. We have to wait to see what Rabbi Nelson tells us. But let's try to at least see the Torah that he said that Shabbos Nachmu. So now we have a little bit of a sense of what was going on, what was happening in Rabbi Nachman's life, about the Chesidim. Ayin Ches. Binyin Hanhoges HaPshitish LaTzadik Ha'amas. Everybody have it inside? Hainu. Ki Lefama LaTzadik Ha'amas so Yenachem explained, Sometimes the true tzaddik is an ish poshut mamish. 
Shemisnahig atzmo bedarche hapshitis. He conducts himself bedarche hapshitis in a way of utter simplicity. And when he's in that state, he's not Megal any tar at all. We know that by Kedushas Levi there was a year, that he, almost a year, close to a year that he was in this state, Kedushas Levi. In the Megal Shum Tar. Vaisik Besichas Chulen, he talks about other things, Sichas Chulen, Vachayetse. Vavoz Bechinas Ish Pashut Mamash. Ish Pashut Mamash. They used to see by the Chavetz Chaim very often this. I heard from Rebbeim of mine that the Chavetz Chaim would often have conversations with farmers, with Pshutim, <coughs> and for, uh, for hours sometimes, like an East Pashat. Da. So you know that when Rebbe Nachman used the word Da, he's, that Torah we have a Kabbalah, that when he said the word Da, he was taking it down from the highest place, Matzilus. He says, Da ki ikra chaim The essence of life is tar. Kumashakosov, ki hu chayacha va'archimacha. It's our life, it's the length of our days, it's life itself. V'chol ha parish mena tar, ki parish mena chaim, chazal say, whoever detaches himself from the tar is detached from life. V'alkein l'chayra hadora tamua v'nifla. Therefore, L'chayr, it's very odd, Rabbi Nachman says. How is it possible for a person to tear himself away from the Torah, even for a brief time? But of course, the truth is, it's impossible for a person every moment to be dovek b'tarah, to be attached to the Torah. Yom of Elayla, day and night, without stopping for a moment. And, and every, every even a Talmud Chacham, he loved a big Talmud Chacham, Shaisik, Belimna Tor, Gemara Perishrashi, and Taisvis, Vachayetz, whoever is learning, Kol Echid Kafi Erko, each according to his level, Kafi Esik Limudo, according to what he's, the, the, the nature of it, what he's learning. The Hechrach, Shiabatamia Tor, is a Shaviyam, must be that sometime in the day he needs to, to, to sleep and he needs to eat <coughs> other things to take care of him, Sparnasa. Even a person that has big hasagas. Even a person who's great, great hasagas in Torah. It must be that there's some time that he's not learning. If a matter of taking care of some business, such matters. Because Hashem put us into the world, and we have to take care of our bodies, to take care of, 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 of our families, and so on. It's not possible to be constantly learning. And during that time, when the person is not learning, during that time that he's working, or that he's taking care of family matters, or that he's busy with eating or the bathroom, whatever it is, he's an ish poshet. 
How could it be to be separated from the Torah even for a moment, for, an, for a brief time? Who wants to be separated from life even for a moment? And the question sounds strange to us. Now, even though Chazal say in a number of places, that yeah, you sometimes, or even So, if you want to be able to learn Torah, you have to go to work. So, you should be able to have a panasa that will afford you the luxury, the time to be able to sit and learn, and so on and so forth. If you don't eat, you're going to die. So, how are you supposed to learn? So, we understand that that Hashem made the world in such a way where bitula zuhi kiyuma. Nevertheless. Who could be misratz? Who could, who could allow such a thing to happen in his life? Even though I, okay, but say there, it's true. You needed to exist. Still, isn't it better to be attached to the Torah? Which is life itself. Who would want to tear himself away from life itself? For, for even for a moment, especially someone who's zeich to have or masmid ma'ovetar, he's a big masmid in Torah. The dovik he's very attached to Torah. How much more so anybody who's had the schus to taste of the sweetness of Torah? someone who's able to mechadish chidushim in Torah. I feel it's a pshat gemarashi toisus, even a nigla to be mechadish a chidush, the sweetness of what that is. And how much more so a person who learns Gensaida Malka, meaning who learns Kabbalah, it's this way Torah. measure such a thing. How can a person willingly go along with such a thing? You would think that he would write to the last moment before he dies. How could he give up learning? How could he go away from learning for such a thing? But Hashem made us in such a way that it's impossible to always be learning. asks, since and that's not just a figurative nice thing to see the Torah is our life, like everybody makes speeches, the Torah is my life, the Torah is our life. It means mamish. That's that's the halchias of that's our life. That's how we live. That's how the world exists. So if that's the case, when the person is not learning because he can't always learn, so when the person is not learning, Rabbi Nachman asks, "Imkain b'men b'chayin atzma." Then what? With, how how is it that one lives during that time that he is not learning? Imkain b'men b'chayin atzma b'zu hashosh b'telim anatar. During that time when he's bottled from learning. Since the Iker of life is the Torah canal. We're going to begin next time, as Rabbi Nachman explains, that the way that we are able to live during that time is to what's called Derech Eretz Yisrael. What does this have to do with the journey to Eretz Yisrael? And all of our journeys to Eretz Yisrael. So Mr. Sham will continue that next time. So you either bring Lukuta Maran or hold on to the pages, or you can give to Avi. Hold on to the pages. We'll continue Mr. Sham next time.